This is your host Victoria and in today's episode we are talking about how we can do our end of year reflections. I'm going to be guiding you through a bit of a step-by-step process, giving you my top tips and sharing some of my favorite reflection questions with you as well. As usual, I would love to know where in the world you are and what you're doing as you listen to this episode. I know how committed you guys are to your personal development and to your consistent and constant growth and learning. So no matter where you are right now, if you're out for a walk, if you're commuting somewhere, if you're cooking and you've decided to listen to this episode, I would love for you to take a quick picture and tag me on Instagram at Victoria Sardane. That way I can feel like I'm right there beside you. Enjoy the episode, guys. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? everyone. Today's episode is all about how to do our end of year reflections. So as I record this episode, we are halfway through December. The end of the year is approaching. We are almost wrapping up 2021 and getting ready to embark in a new year for 2022. And I hear this all the time and I hear myself say this as well. This year has just gone by so fast. You know, what is a year in which we don't say that? It (laughs) seems to be something that we say every single year. And in reality, it's true. Time goes by fast. Years are short. But I'm also a huge believer that ultimately years are long. Life is long. There's so much in there. There is so much that's happening in every single moment, in every single instance, in every single hour, in every single day. But we rarely take the time to really think about it, reflect over it, notice the changes that have happened. And we often find ourselves in a place where, let's say 10 years down the line, it feels like everything has changed, yet at the same time, we've hardly even noticed the changes coming together. A quote that I find myself repeating a lot is sometimes life is so subtle that we hardly notice ourselves walking through the doors we once hoped would open. And to me, that summarizes it so perfectly. Everything is happening so subtly that we rarely even realize the times of change. We rarely notice those fork in the road moments where maybe we made a decision that completely veered the course of our life or something happened that was beautiful and magical and we felt in complete peace and had this overwhelming sense of emotion or maybe we meet someone that completely changes our life as well or our way of seeing things or our way of thinking. And the idea with these end-of-year reflections and really the importance of these end-of-year reflections is twofold. One part is about noticing these small instances and really capturing them and anchoring them in our mind. So for example, if I were to ask you what you had for breakfast yesterday, I'm sure that maybe if it takes a little second of thought, you'd be able to remember. But if I asked you what you had for breakfast on the 15th of March, 2002, you'd have no idea, right? Because these things fall further and further back into the back of our mind. And this is the same with our reflection. If we take the time now to really sit and remember, okay, what was a time 
that was really challenging for me this year. We would be able to think back over the course of the year and reflect over it and remember and write it down. And by doing that, we're really anchoring it into our long-term memory. Or if we were to reflect over a moment that brought intense happiness or our favorite trip or our favorite moment or our favorite day of the year, we'd be able to reflect over that, remember it, and by writing it down, once again, we anchor it into our long-term memory instead of just letting it be something that slips into the back of our mind with every passing year. So it's been a few years now that I've done these end-of-year reflections, and I really noticed that I'm able to recall what every year brought me because I really took the time at the end of each year to sit down, reflect and write down what were the most important moments, what were the most challenging moments, what were the most important lessons. And by simply having written it down and taken the time to do it, I'm able to think back over the past years and almost as though it were a movie or chapters in a book, see the growth and see the evolution year on year, which I think is something so incredible and super powerful and really beautiful. And that's the idea with these end of year reflections. So that is one side of the end of year reflections. Another one would be that there are so many lessons, so many nuggets of wisdom that we can pull from realistically every moment, every conversation, every day, every week, but especially every year, that it would be such a shame to once again let things fall into the back of our mind and not use those lessons as an opportunity for us to grow. So just before I said that we can anchor in these important moments by writing them down and store them in our long-term memory. And I mentioned writing down and anchoring in the challenges. And you might've thought to yourself, why would I want to anchor every single challenge of the year into my long-term memory? Well, it's because in every single challenge we find a lesson. And by sitting down, not only reflecting over the challenges, but also pulling a lesson out of it, we get to enter a new year feeling like we are equipped with more wisdom. It's not just another year. It's not just another set of challenges or another difficult year or another exciting year or whatever it is that's to come. We are stronger, wiser people every single time we enter a new situation. But this can only really be the case when we take the time to consciously notice it, to realize it, to ingrain those lessons, to anchor in that new wisdom, those new sets of skills, or that new element of strength of our character. And so that is another reason why these end of year reflections are so incredible and so powerful. And I really, really recommend that you go ahead and do it this year. If you've never done it before, then this episode is perfect because I'll be guiding you through a bit of a step-by-step process of how to do these end of year reflections. So before I explain more about what this reflection actually looks like, I have four pointers of how I recommend to actually do these reflections. So you'll notice throughout this episode that we will do a little bit of reflecting together. But in general, if you do want to take more time to do this reflection, I recommend that you really set a time aside. And maybe that time is just 20 minutes, or maybe it's an hour. doesn't matter what you have available to you. What's important is that you really set aside a time in which you know you won't be distracted. So a great time to do your end of year reflections is during the Christmas holidays, during that very awkward week between Christmas and New Year's where none of us really know what's going on, what day it is, what time it is, right? That's a great time to do it because we're almost 
fully pulled out of our day-to-day -day life. We're pulled out of the concept of time to a certain extent, and it feels a little bit like we're floating, or that's kind of how I would describe that week. And that's a great opportunity to do these reflections, to set time aside if you are with family or in a full house during this time, then maybe just let them know and say, hey, I'm gonna be taking these 20 minutes before dinner, before lunch, and I'm gonna go into the office or into my room and I'm gonna be doing these reflections. Or maybe it's a time where you actually wanna wake up before everybody else. Have that little quiet time when the whole house is still asleep, I think is a really nice time to do it as well. So make sure that you set that time aside. Number two is get yourself in the zone. So you want to, in a way, separate yourself from your environment a little bit. If you're in a holiday home or if you're in a family home, there's obviously memories attached to it, thoughts attached to it, and you really want to feel as though you're creating a little bubble for yourself outside of everything that's going on around you. So a great way to get yourself into the zone is to activate all of your senses. So maybe put some nice music in the background. I love the Lo-Fi Beats Spotify playlist, which I'll link in the description below. That's usually what I listen to if I really want to block out my external environment and really get in the zone. It's something that I really like. So I'll put that in the link below if you want to have a listen. Maybe you want to make yourself a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or something warm and comforting. Maybe you want to light some candles, stimulate the visual cues, feeling like you've maybe created a bit of a cocoon or a little bubble or a fort for yourself in this quiet moment. Or maybe it's a diffuser that's diffusing a certain scent that you really like. So anything you can do to feel like you've really created a bit of a safe space for yourself. And as I said before, it doesn't matter if your reflections are only gonna be 15 minutes, but if you're really able to create this special space for yourself and really fall deep into these reflections and get yourself to go into a deep focus, then you'll get a lot more out of it as well. My third tip is if you get stuck on a certain question, then don't dwell on it. Don't start letting frustration creep in or agitation creep in. Think about releasing in order to let the answers come to you. So maybe that means taking a big breath and doing a deep exhale. Maybe it's about releasing any tension in your neck by rolling your head in circles. Maybe it's about giving yourself a big stretch. Maybe it's about standing up and shaking it out. Anything that you need to do to feel like you can maybe take a bit of a step back before then re-engaging into the question, or maybe it's actually about skipping the question altogether and coming back to it later. And my last tip for you would be to really take this experience of reflection with a feeling of lightness, of curiosity, of intrigue and enjoyment. So it's really supposed to be a lovely moment, a gift that you're giving to yourself. So make sure that you take it with a sense of positivity, of being carefree. And I always say that curiosity is the most important element. If there's some potentially painful things or difficult things that you'll be reflecting over this year, really taking it as an opportunity to notice perhaps any emotions that arise as though you're an external being watching yourself. And when you're able to do that and really practice kind of stepping outside of your body and looking at things with a more curious approach, then things feel a lot less daunting, things feel a lot less all-consuming, and we can realize that emotions are simply ones that pass through us 
rather than ones that define us and that we have to hold on to as part of our identity. So those are my little tips. When it comes to actually sitting down to do your reflections, as I said, I'm gonna be going through a few reflection questions right now. So I always recommend that you take a few big deep breaths in order to really get into the zone. So we can go ahead and do that together now. You can take a big deep inhale in through your nose. Exhale out your mouth. And again, in through your nose. Exhale out your mouth. And one last time, deep inhale. Deep exhale. So let's get straight into it. I'm not gonna be bringing through my entire reflective process. That would be a little bit too long for a podcast episode. But what I'm gonna be doing is going through each of the areas in which I recommend you do your reflections and share some of my favorite questions in each of these areas. So before going into a specific area, I love starting my reflections with a bit of this general outlook over the entire year in order to get your reflective juices running. So one way of doing this is asking yourself, when you look back over 2021, the year that has been, what words come to mind? So I'll give you a little second here. Think about all the words that come to mind when you think about the year that has been. Perhaps you want to pause this podcast episode as I'm speaking and just let these thoughts come to mind or simply let them run in the background. Next, I recommend that you take a little bit of time to reflect over the moments that created your 2021. So we often think of the year as a whole. We often think of the challenges, maybe the lessons, maybe those big pivotal decisions or instances, but ultimately our year is built of lots of tiny little moments. And those are the ones that we often forget about. And those are the ones that I really recommend that we dig into and almost anchor in a little bit deeper today. We also know that we tend to remember moments of challenge and moments of struggle much more than moments of happiness. So this is where as well, we can really reflect over those moments of happiness and remember that 2021 was full of them despite its own challenges, despite everything that it brought and the turbulences of the world this year, we know that there were so many moments, so many smiles, so many loving exchanges with people that you care about or with new friends that the whole year was built of all of these little moments. So that is an area I really recommend that you reflect over. And a great way to start with that is to think about different emotions So maybe emotions such as joy or love or peace or excitement or thrill or drive or anticipation, these really strong emotions and try to pinpoint one moment this year that brought that emotion about. The next area I recommend we do our reflections on is based around people. So as I said, moments have made up our year, but ultimately other people have made up our year as well. And there are so many people that you have potentially met this year that maybe you've grown into a stronger connection or a stronger friendship with this year, or the people that really ultimately made your year what it is. And this is also something that I love to reflect on because a lot of the time our reflections tend to be very based on us, right? On what we've lived, 
but we would not be living what we're living if we didn't have the people around us that we do. So an easy way of starting this reflection is to simply start by thinking about who are the five people that had the biggest impact on your year. So you can take a little time to think about this. Once again, you can pause this episode if you want to go a little bit deeper into this reflection. But if you want to go into a further written reflection later as well, then maybe you can write down the names of these five people and write down specifically why they've impacted your year so much. The next area I recommend that we do our reflections is on our achievements. As I mentioned all the way at the beginning of this episode, I love this quote that says, Life is so subtle sometimes that we barely notice ourselves walking through the doors that we once prayed would open. And ultimately, that's because we don't notice the little achievements. We don't necessarily notice the little wins as they come. This is a reflection that I love doing with myself at the end of every week, is to really ask myself, what are my little wins of the week? I actually speak about this with my boyfriend Joe at the end of every week. And this is also something that we go through in my self-mastery solution program. So I specifically ask the ladies in the program at the end of every week to notice and to write down their little wins of the week, no matter how big or how small. And what's really beautiful is that then everybody else in the group always hops in and celebrates each other's wins as well. So it creates a really positive energy. And it's not necessarily about flattering our ego or giving ourselves, you know, a pat on the back. It's really about realizing that there are little wins that build up to every big accomplishment that we make in our life. And without noticing these little wins, then we can sometimes get bogged down in the not enough trap, not achieving enough, not doing enough, not getting anywhere, not making progress, not moving forward. But every instance brings an opportunity for a little baby step forward and every single one of these baby steps actually paves the path of our entire life. So it's really important to reflect over these achievements and a really simple way to get started in this area of reflection is to ask yourself, what are your three biggest accomplishments of this year? So take a little second now to think about this. Once again, you can pause this episode if you need, but ask yourself, what are these three biggest accomplishments? And if you wanna go deeper into this reflection in this area, then maybe ask yourself even, what are the little wins that added up to each of these accomplishments? What are the small things that you did? That one day where you really didn't feel like it, but you showed up anyways. That one day where you took a leap of faith and reached out to somebody and ultimately that led to, I don't know, you scoring a new job. So noticing all those little instances that led up to the big achievements because those are the ones we tend to forget about. Another area where it's incredibly important to reflect, as I mentioned all the way at the beginning of this episode, is around our challenges. Realizing that every challenge brings a lesson, realizing that every challenge builds us into a stronger and wiser version of ourselves, as long as from every challenge we can actually pull something concrete, then we can keep in mind and use whenever another challenge comes our way. So an easy way to begin with this type of reflection is to really ask yourself, what are the biggest challenges that you face this year? So you can reflect over that a little bit. Maybe you want to list out five biggest challenges, maybe 10 biggest challenges or three biggest challenges. Reflect over these challenges a little bit. And in order to bring this reflection a little bit deeper, I really recommend that with each of these reflections, you tie a lesson. So what is a lesson that you can pull from each of these reflections? 
And the last area in which I recommend doing a reflection is asking yourself a little bit more of the challenging questions, the challenging questions that may be poke you a little bit in uncomfortable places, the ones that naturally bring up maybe a little bit of resistance, maybe a little bit of judgment, maybe a little bit of uncomfort. Those are the questions that we often need to be posing ourselves, the ones that bring up these uncomfortable emotions. And the reason this is, is because they tend to bring out the truth that we're trying to hide under the carpet the little ball of dust that we're trying to constantly sweep under the bed. And we know that when we sweep dust under the bed, it just builds up. It doesn't go anywhere, right? It's still there. And that's the idea of these questions. It's almost clearing the air as we end this year, asking ourselves those uncomfortable questions that nudge us a little bit in order to really feel like we're able to release them and let them go. I love to call these the deep dive questions and I'm not going to go through them all right now but I'll just share with you what would be one of my favorites and one of my favorites probably is what is an area of life where I was not as engaged as I would have liked to be this year and once again it's important to notice if there's any uncomfortable feelings that arise from this feelings of victimhood, feelings of, well, yeah, but it's because of X, Y, Z, or it's because of this person, or it's because of this circumstance, or it's because of the world, or the government, or anything like that, really noticing those emotions that arise and taking them from a place of non-judgment, of stepping out of our body, of simply seeing it as a stated fact and not letting our emotions getting entangled in all of it. But if we do notice those emotions come up, then once again, take it from this place of curiosity. So those are the main areas of reflection in which I encourage you to do your end of year reflections. If you would like to go a little bit further with your reflections and you're not quite sure how to take it further, then my 2022 blueprint ebook is out. I'll put it in the link in the show notes below. In this ebook, you are guided step by step. I'm holding you by the hand every single step of the way. And we go through each of these areas of reflection that I mentioned. And I really guide you through a series of questions that I've built in a specific order in order to allow your reflections to get deeper and deeper with every single question and ultimately to find yourself at a place of peace and clarity of understanding of your year. This ebook actually contains more than just the end of your reflections. We also go through a projection process where I actually guide you through reflective meditation. We do a lot of reflections on what we want this year to bring us. There's also an intention section where I bring you through setting your intentions for every single aspect of 2022, as well as a goal section where I bring you through my favorite infallible step-by-step goal setting process that I always do with myself and with my clients that I have noticed brings the absolute best results when it comes to setting concrete goals. So if you want to get your hands on the ebook, it will be in the link in the show notes below. You can go ahead and grab your copy. It's a fillable PDF, so you can, of course, print it out if you prefer, but you can also fill it out directly on your computer. So you have both of those options and you can really take it any way that you want. I am wishing you guys a lovely end of year reflection. 
I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. I hope that you go ahead and go a little bit deeper into your end of year reflections with all the tips that I have provided. And I would love for you to let me know how it goes. In the meantime, guys, I'll see you next week for a brand new episode.